tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on April 17th, 2022 from New York City. Real Madrid traveled to face Sevilla on this Easter Sunday in an important top-of-the-table clash in La Liga, In a poor first half showing saw the visitors fall behind by two goals before the half-an-hour mark, but the Whites would completely turn it around after halftime as goals from Rodrigo, Nacho, and finally Benzema in stoppage time secured a dramatic 3-2 comeback victory. The result all but eliminates Sevilla from the title race as it took Real up to 75 points from their 32 league games, increasing their lead to a whopping 15 points over second-placed Barca, who still have two games in hand as they are in action on Monday. Carlo Ancelotti's starting lineup for this big game consisted of Carvajal, Alaba, Militao, and Vasquez at the back, Modric, Camavinga, and Cruz in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius Jr., and Valverde up front forming a 4-3-3, with Courtois behind them all in front of the goal. The game started off pretty evenly between the two teams over the first 15 minutes, as both sides had attacks that advanced the ball into the final third, although Sevilla generated the better of the chances once they got there, most notably when Anthony Martial turned and shot wide of the near post from the top left of the box in the ninth minute. Madrid had a case for a penalty in the 18th minute when a ball in from a cruise corner was fumbled in the box by Bono and the loose ball went off of Diego Carlos's extended arm and I'm not quite sure why neither the referee nor VAR thought the same, although Madrid would end up getting even for that injustice later on in the game. But before that occurred, Real's defense would suddenly make a series of costly mistakes in quick succession that would put the Whites in a deep hole. After Vasquez got tackled on his attempted run in the defensive half in the 20th minute, Modric fouled Papu Gomez just above the box as he made his forward run on the quick counter, and it would be Rakitic that would capitalize on the opportunity a minute later as his direct free kick sent the ball through a hole in the Madrid wall thanks to Militao's poorly executed jump and inside of the left post to make it 1-0 Sevilla. The hosts wouldn't have to wait for very long after their opener to double their advantage. A long ball from behind the midfield line found Marcos Acuna on the left wing to start the break, and he brilliantly headed a through ball up to Jesus Corona as he streaked past Militao into the left side of the box. He crossed the ball into the center of the box just before Courtois could crash into him with his late attempted tackle, and with no one manning the goal, Lamella would put it away to make it 2-0 Sevilla in the 25th minute, sending Madrid reeling. Real's search for ideas in the attacking end didn't produce any great chances over the final 20 minutes of the first half, with the only test of Bono coming from a Benzema effort from well above the box in the 34th minute that while well struck, was easily read and saved, and the Whites were lucky not to suffer an additional blow of going down to 10 men in the 38th minute that really would have killed their chances for getting back into the game. A counter that started from a long throw-in that wasn't well defended had Martial streaking into the left side of the attacking half and Camavinga came from behind to make a challenge that was deemed a clean tackle. 
but the young Frenchman didn't get a touch of the ball as he brought down Martial from behind, and being that he was already on a yellow card, had the referee not been behind the play and had he seen what actually took place, Camavinga almost surely would have been sent off for the challenge that resulted in Martial having to go off injured. But even with all 11 of their players, Real still had their work cut out for them to get back into the game in the second half, and Ancelotti would make his first tactical change by replacing Camavinga with Rodrigo and moving Valverde back into the midfield. And much like it did during the second leg quarterfinals match against Chelsea in the Champions League, Rodrigo's introduction would not take long before it paid off. The 50th minute saw Carvajal and Vinicius combine well on the left wing and then again inside of the box, and Carvajal would ultimately cross the ball in for Rodrigo to run onto it just above the 6-yard box and put it into the roof of the goal to make the score 2-1 Sevilla. The early goal was key in totally changing the tenor of the game as a buoyed Real got on the front foot and pressed Sevilla high up the pitch, which effectively kept them from getting the ball out of their own half and won Madrid the ball back. And with Real enjoying more of the possession and having the hosts on their heels, it felt much less like Sevilla had control of the game and much more as though the equalizer was sure to come. Militao would force a save with a shot from distance in the 53rd minute and then after a few promising build-ups came undone when the final ball went missing, Rodrigo would set up Benzema in the right side of the box for a shot in the 63rd minute that went across the face of the goal and just wide of the far post. It looked like Madrid had broken through for the equalizer in the 74th minute when the ball moved from outside of the box on the right into the box on the left for Vinny to fire it into the back of the net, but the referee disallowed the goal on the pitch for a handball despite replays suggesting that Vinny had played it down with his right shoulder before a shot, and even after VAR instructed him to take a second look at it, he still determined that the goal should not count which left Madrid protesting so furiously that Nacho earned a 78-minute yellow card from the sideline before he was brought into the game. But after a dangerous Sevilla break in the 80th minute was snuffed out by Militao tracking back to deny Rafa Mir a 1v1 opportunity, Nacho would indeed take to the pitch as he and Asensio replaced Vasquez and Modric in the 81st minute, and Ancelotti's change would once again pay dividends for Madrid in short order. After Sevilla cleared a ball in from a cruise corner, Carvajal quickly won it back just outside of the box and made a deep run into the box on the right. He'd play a pass up to Nacho well above the right side of the 6-yard box, and with space in front of him, he one-timed the ball past Bono to level the score at 2-all and put Madrid on the doorstep of completing the comeback. Real would continue to control possession and keep the pressure up on Sevilla, who very much looked to just be holding on and when seven minutes of stoppage time were added to account largely for the review of Vinny's disallowed goal, Madrid would have it all in their favor to get the game-winning goal. And sure enough, they would do just that shortly after the clock went past the 90-minute mark, as a build-up on the right side had Vinny getting the ball at the top right corner of the box and back-killing a through ball for Rodrigo as he ran into the penalty area. He quickly played it to Benzema above the six-yard box, where he calmly got himself set and fired the ball inside of the right post to put Real ahead 3-2, which had the bench spilling over the sideline and onto the pitch to celebrate. But there was still to be one final moment of drama in this seesaw game, as in the 99th minute, a ball launched into the box from a free kick near the midfield line was headed clear by Militao after Diego Carlos was shouldered down from behind by Carvajal. 
There was certainly a case to argue that Carvajal had not made any attempt on the ball and that the contact was indeed a foul that should have earned Sevilla a penalty to attempt a late equalizer, but the counter-argument was that Carlos only ended up on the ground by throwing himself there to sell a fair physical challenge as a foul. The referee and VAR apparently went with the latter interpretation, which had both Sevilla's players and their manager Lopetegui none too pleased. And with Madrid having gotten its late revenge for the early denied handball penalty, the game would come to an end a minute later as the referee blew the final whistle to confirm the completion of Real City Montada. And then Ronaldo! Oh! Let's break down the individual performances from Real Madrid's comeback victory today. Starting up front, Karim Benzema rated as a 7. Apart from a shot in the 7th minute in the left side of the box that was blocked, he was pretty quiet over the first half an hour, but then he started to have more influence in the attack. He rocketed a shot from above the box in the 34th minute that was easily saved, and then he'd have another shot from the left side of the box blocked a minute later. He made a good move to elude Diego Carlos for another shot from the left side of the box in the 44th minute, but he put that effort over the bar. In the second half, his 48th minute shot from the center of the box at the end of a break was surprisingly well saved, and while he showed some good ideas with his playmaking in the final third, he wasn't able to make the intended connections with his service on a few occasions. His shot from the right side of the box in the 63rd minute went wide of the far post, and an 84th minute shot from the top of the box went outside of the left post. But he finally made the most of a good chance in the 92nd minute when he gathered Rodrigo's ball above the 6-yard box, took his time, and put it into the back of the net for the game-winning goal. Mariano would replace him in the 95th minute. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. He got onto the end of a Modric through ball in the 7th minute to set up a Benzema shot from inside the box, but he was then of minimal influence in the first half as he saw his runs on the left wing thwarted by good Sevilla defending. But he'd turn up early in the second half as he got onto the end of a Carvajal through ball on the left wing in the 50th minute and then returned the ball to him with a backheel pass in the left side of the box during the build-up to Rodrigo's goal. He was completely robbed of a goal in the 74th minute when he shouldered a ball down before taking the shot as the referee incorrectly ruled it a handball both on the field and after a VAR check, but he would factor into the build-up of another goal as he combined with Benzema above the box before backhailing a through ball for Rodrigo in the right side of the box during the 92nd minute sequence leading to Benzema's strike. Valverde rated as a 6. He was largely anonymous during the first half, with his most impactful play being his high-press tackle that won the ball back in first half stoppage time, but once Rodrigo got introduced after halftime, he was able to have much more of an impact as he slid back into the midfield void left by Camavinga. He particularly strengthened Madrid's defensive presence in the midfield, winning the ball in the attacking half in the 55th minute and then above Madrid's own box in the 63rd minute. And after that latter intervention, he played a good long ball over the top to Rodrigo on the right wing during the break that led to a Benzema shot from inside of the penalty area. He made a good run through the midfield in the 79th minute had his 89th minute shot from above the box blocked, and he cleared a ball from the box following an Alaba interception in the 97th minute. In the midfield, Luka Modric traded as a 7. He started well with an interception in the attacking half and a through ball to Vinny in the left side of the box in the 7th minute, 
but his 20th minute foul of Papu Gomez above the box surrendered a free kick from a dangerous spot and Sevilla took advantage of it to put Madrid a goal down. The rest of his first half was a mixed bag of intercepted passes and good service as his ball set up Benzema for shots from the left side of the box in the 35th and 44th minutes but he was noticeably all over the place in the second half as Madrid dominated possession and generated several good chances, starting with his 40th minute through ball that set Benzema up for a shot from the center of the box. He then picked out Militao with a pass from left to right to set up his 53rd minute effort from distance, and then in the 74th minute, he headed a ball into the box from the right wing over to Vinny in the left side of the box to set up his disallowed goal. He also played good through balls for both Vinny and Rodrigo in the 79th minute before he was replaced by Marco Asensio in the 81st minute. Camavinga rated as a 5. His first 15 some odd minutes were promising as he won a ball in the attacking half in the very first minute, eagerly shot from above the box in the 6th minute, although that effort went well high, and blocked a cross in the 17th minute. But then he earned a booking with a late tackle in the 31st minute, and in the 38th minute, he was absolutely lucky not to get shown a second yellow card and get sent off as he dragged down Martial from behind on a severe break and didn't get a touch on the ball at all on a challenge that the referee, on account of his positioning, incorrectly determined was a fair tackle. He would make a good forward run out of the back to spark a break in stoppage time, but he'd be the first casualty of Ancelotti's halftime adjustments as Rodrigo replaced him after the break. Tony Cruz rated as a 6. He played some good passes in the first half as he was notably accurate with a couple of long balls and his ball in from a corner in the 18th minute should have resulted in Madrid being awarded a penalty as it was mishandled by Bono and went off of Diego Carlos's outstretched arm. He also was instrumental in helping Madrid contend with some of Sevilla's high pressing as he was able to keep control of possession from the holding midfielder position. In the second half, he won the ball in the defensive half in the 52nd minute Played a good ball in from a corner to set up a Militao header in the 54th minute. Won the ball in Madrid's box in the 64th minute. And intercepted a ball crossed into the box in the 98th minute. In the back, Danny Carvajal rated as a 7. He intercepted a cross in the box just 3 minutes in. But he was tackled in the attacking half in the 16th minute. And that turnover allowed Sevilla to get out on the break. His being in a kneeling position behind the wall to guard against a low direct free kick in the 21st minute ended up working against Madrid when Militao's wayward jump created a hole for Rakitic to find the back of the net and he was late tracking back to cover inside of the box when Sevilla scored their second but he'd close out the first half well when he won the ball in the attacking half in the 42nd minute and fired a shot from above the box that was blocked in stoppage time. In the second half he'd really make a strong impact right from early on. His through ball found Modric on a break in the 48th minute that led to a Benzema shot and then after blocking across a minute later, he'd combine well with Vinny on the left side before finding Rodrigo with his cross to set up Madrid's first goal in the 50th minute. He then factored into Madrid's second goal as he won the ball back outside of the box, made a run into the right side of the penalty area, and picked out Nacho higher up in the box for him to level the score. Later in the half, he sparked an 89th minute break when he won the ball in the defensive half, and his challenge of Diego Carlos inside the box allowed Militao to clear a ball in from a free kick in the 99th minute, and on that occasion, he avoided a penalty as the referee was not at all convinced by Carlos's theatrics. David Alaba rated as a 6. He had a somewhat anonymous first half on both ends of the pitch, 
until his good through ball that found Benzema in the box for a shot in first half stoppage time was nullified by the offside's flag. In the second half, he won the ball back in the defensive half in the 60th minute, dangerously turned the ball over inside the box with his backwards header in the 64th minute, but then closed out well with a good run in the attacking half in the 89th minute, another forward run out of the back that started a break just before the 91st minute, and an interception of a cross in the 97th minute. Militao rated as a 5. He could have very easily been the GOAT for this game had Madrid not turned it around in the second half as he factored into both Sevilla goals. His jump forward and to his left opened up a gaping hole in Madrid's wall that allowed the Rakitic free kick to find the back of the net in the 21st minute. And then when Sevilla broke in the 25th minute, he took a bad angle to challenge Jesus Corona as he ran to the top of the box and then pulled up to avoid fouling him, which allowed Corona to continue his run into the penalty area and set up Sevilla's second goal. He was better in the second half, as his shot from distance in the 53rd minute was well struck and forced to save, and he got onto the end of a cruise cross for a header from the center of the box a minute later that missed. In the 80th minute, he tracked back well to intercept the ball over the top for Rafa Meir and deny a potential 1v1 opportunity, and he headed a ball in from a free kick clear in the 99th minute to deny Sevilla one last chance at an equalizer. Lucas Vasquez rated as a 5. He made a good tackle of Papu Gomez inside of the box in the 9th minute, but he saw a couple of his passes out of the back get intercepted during the first 15 minutes as well. His attempted forward run out of the back in the 20th minute resulted in a turnover when he got tackled, and it was Modric's foul to halt the resulting break that ended up yielding the free kick for Sevilla's first goal. In the attacking end, Madrid tried to play through him on the right wing a few times during the first half, but those efforts were not fruitful. After halftime, he most notably got beaten by Oliver Torres down the left wing in the 72nd minute and had his cross into the box from the right wing in the 74th minute played over to Vinny for his disallowed goal. Nacho would replace him in the 81st minute. As for the substitutes, Rodrigo rated as an 8. It was another super sub performance for the young Brazilian as he came on after halftime in place of Camavinga and his introduction quickly paid off once again to completely change the nature of the game. Just five minutes into his shift, he got onto the end of a Carvajal cross above the six-yard box and put the ball into the roof of the goal to get Real back into the contest. And he started the movement on the right side in the 74th minute during the build-up to Vinny's disallowed goal. He set up a Benzema shot from the right side of the box in the 84th minute, and then in the 92nd minute, he get onto Vinny's through ball in the right side of the box and pick out Benzema above the six-yard box for him to net the winning goal. He also helped with the defensive effort late on as he intercepted a cross in the 94th minute, and for his stellar second half showing, he was deservedly named the official man of the match. Marco Asensio rated as a 5. He replaced Modric in the 81st minute, but he didn't have much meaningful impact in Madrid's attacking effort, as he most notably got forward on the right wing during an 85th minute break, and had his attempted long ball for Alaba on the left wing go beyond him and out of bounds in the 87th minute. Nacho rated as a 7. He got a yellow card before he was even brought on as he protested Vinny's disallowed goal in the 78th minute, but once he was introduced for Vasquez in the 81st minute, the veteran defender would waste no time impacting the game up in the attacking end as just a minute later, he one-timed the ball from Carvajal from just about the center of the box into the back of the net to make it 2-all. Mariano as the final substitute I did not give a rating. He took Benzema's place in the 95th minute, 
and he most notably was flagged for just being offsides a minute later when he got onto the end of a Couture long clearance and fired off a shot from above the box that was saved. He also got himself booked in the 99th minute for getting too close to and blocking a free kick. Finally in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as a 6. He had no chance of stopping the Rakitic shot in the 21st minute, but in the 25th minute, his challenge of Jesus Corona as he ran into the left side of the box ended up leaving an open goal for Lamella to net Sevilla's second. And had that chance not been finished, Courtois likely would have conceded a penalty for crashing into Corona with his late attempted tackle. Aside from those moments, he caught a few crosses in front of the goal in the first half, and in the second half, with Madrid largely in control of possession, he didn't have a whole lot to do. With his highlights being a clearance that connected with Mariano getting flagged for offsides in the 96th minute, and a catch of a Sevilla long ball into the box in the 97th minute. Another game, another comeback for Real as they once again showed tremendous fighting spirit to turn around a game that was completely in Sevilla's control after the first 45 minutes. Ancelotti has to get big credit for the changes after halftime that altered Real's performance and took the team from perhaps facing a reopened title race to instead having a larger lead at the top of the table with time running out for their nearest challengers to close the gap before the Whites lay claim to the La Liga crown. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Up next for Real Madrid, it's a quick turnaround for the Whites as they'll return to action on Wednesday for an away battle in the league against Osasuna. Madrid and Osasuna played to a scoreless draw at the Bernabeu back in October and currently Osasuna sit ninth in the league table with 44 points from their 32 games, having won 12, drawn 8 and lost 12. They have won their last two league matches, including Saturday's 2-1 victory away at Valencia, but Real will still be favored to come away from the match with all three points, even with one less day of rest than their opponents. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the midweek match against Osasuna, so be sure to look for a new episode to drop once the final whistle is blown in that contest. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!